hello 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 i think we're ready to start the motherfucking show i think we are yeah i hope so hello and welcome to next to nothing a podcast for gamers on a budget i am your host danny k with me as always the wonderful the beautiful mr green elite how are you doing i am doing fantastic i got a new microphone in today this is my maiden voyage with this bad boy it's fucking heavy it's a girthy bitch but i mean we'll make it do we'll, it, we'll get through it sounds very quithby it's very quithby how are you doing though i'm doing really well with us this week we aren't joined by rev he has the week off filling in his place is the powerful Oh, and I'm trying to think of another adjective because I call Rev the powerful and the beautiful, but you don't exactly have a beard. No, um, that's true. The the powerful and fair, McRayla. Oh, okay, okay. Luscious? Also known as the better Rev. Can I say Ooh, that? that shots thing? fired. Taking shots. <laughs> this is what happens shots when you're fired. fucking not on the podcast, and I have to take a spot. So. <laughs> So, McRayla, for those who don't know you, you've been on the show before a couple different times now. Uh, tell the kind folks out there who you are, what you do, and where people can find you. All right. So, hello. I am McRayla. You can also call me Michaela. Um, I am a streamer, and I am a video editor, and I am a graphic artist. Gra- no, not graphic artist. I do uh, uh, icons and stuff. So, if you need any of that, Hit me up if you need a belly full of laughs. You know, my stream is twitch.tv slash Micarela, spelled uh, M-I-C-K-E-R-A-Y-L-A. Um, you can also find me on almost pretty much any social media um, with the same username. So, yeah, that's me. And if you guys have seen my intro video, my little intro thing, um, Micarela made that, and it's fantastic. Yeah, so I, I recommend it. Hey. Perfect um, service. Also, when you said a belly full of laughs, I thought you were going to say a belly full of blood. And I'm like, whoa, you're going to start busting caps in our audience? What? Absolutely. Yeah. Let me just take all these <laughs> guns. No. Ah, the only guns you need are right there on your arms, right? Just, yeah, they're mm. Tiny. They're like <laughs> BB guns or water pistols, if anything. Yeah. Uh, so before the show starts, I just really want to say we appreciate you guys for watching and listening, uh, especially on YouTube. We just hit 100 subs. Thank you guys so much. Uh, and I want to also give a shout out to Rev, who has been a big advocate for the channel in the last couple of days and, I, and really helped me push that uh, over the edge. Uh, if you guys do miss any part of the show tonight, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. Uh, we do have a question of the week this week, which is, what video game character do you have the hots for? This question selected by one McRayla. Um, it was me yes i'll take credit for that one (laughs) i will absolutely take credit for that one i'm not ashamed at all so go on ahead and leave your answer in the uh chat right now or in the description or in the uh, comment section of youtube or you guys can always tweet out at us uh you can tweet out at me at danny k d-a-n-i-e-c-a-e tweet out at mr green elite at mr green elite all one word on twitter and um you yeah, also tag me though because i want to see who y'all have the hots for so yes yes I'm tag curious. i want to know i want to see these hot video game characters 
Um, okay, I think that's all we have to do for housekeeping. We we got to go right into uh, McRayla talking about Hades. Yeah, so I have been playing the video game Hades, and it's if you're big into um, Greek mythology or um, even good art, or I think it's been described as like a roguelike RPG type thing, highly recommend. It's so much fun. It's so like fast paced and action packed. Um, and I really like that it has a lot of replay value. So like even if you play through and you finish it, like um, it's never going to be the same game twice because so the plot, sorry, I'm kind of going to huddle myself. Um, the plot is you play as Zagreus, the child of Hades and um, Persephone, which, uh, you know, fan theory, I don't know if that's necessarily true, but that's my own thoughts. And I don't know too much about that kind of lore with Greek mythology. So we'll see. Um, and you are essentially fed up with living in the underworld and you're trying to make it up to the surface to find your mother. Um, and so along the way, as you're making your way up through, um, the gods of Olympus are essentially trying to help you out, giving you different boons and um, different power-ups and all that stuff. And so, like, you can add... And these different boons will, like, add to your attack, make your attacks better, or, like, add status effects to the enemies, or, like, give you some lifesteal or whatever. It's really cool. Highly recommend the art in it, and the music in it is gorgeous. Like, 10 out of 10 would recommend, even just listening to and looking at the art. Cool. So um, I did uh, look up Hades real quick for anyone that is interested. It runs on both Windows and Mac. Um, can one of you guys check and see what other platforms it's on uh, while I rattle off the minimum specs here? It is uh, the minimum specs are Windows 7 SP1 dual core 2.4 gigahertz processor, 4 gigs of RAM, 1 gig VRAM and DirectX 10 support for your graphics and 15 gigs of hard drive space available uh, for your Windows. If you're on a Mac OS machine, um, it recommends OS uh, Mac OS 10.13.6 plus, uh, two core, dual core, 2.4 gigahertz, four gigs of RAM, uh, an Intel HD 5000, um, one that does support uh, Metal API. 15 gigs of hard, uh, available hard drive space and some additional notes here is they recommend MacBook Air, MacBook Pro, iMac, Mac Mini late 2012 and newer, Mac Pro late 2013 and newer, and MacBook 2015 and newer. Those are the recommended specs or the uh, minimum specs is what they're saying for uh, Hades. And did you guys uh, see what other platforms it's on? I yes, sir. just the Switch. Yeah, so Switch, PC, PC and Mac. Mac. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, PS and Xbox are in the works, apparently. Okay. So you said this is a roguelike. Um, mm-hmm. Is this one of those roguelikes where, like, if you die, you absolutely lose everything and you have to start from the beginning? Um, um, go ahead. Yes, yes and no. So um, it's kind of part of the game is you have to die because you'll get as you die and like as you respawn back in the house of hades which is like the starting point um you get more lore and you get more of the story whereas if you were to do it just on like your first run 
you'd miss out on so much and like so much of the character interactions and like uh, character personalities and the backstory. So it's kind of like it's designed for you to fail and it's designed for you to fail a lot. Um, and it has like a you can get like a death counter so you can see how many times you've run through. Um, and another really cool part about it is I kind of mentioned or got starting started talking about it and then lost my mind. Um, is so you get the different boons as you go through, but like each playthrough, the rooms are different, the boons are different. Like it's very random as to which boon uh, you'll get. So like you might go through the first room, and the first boon that you get might be from Poseidon one uh, in one playthrough, and then in the next playthrough, or like you play through, you die, and then in the next attempt, it might be from Zeus or um, Aphrodite or Athena or whoever. So. Really gotcha. Um, how how many different p play styles are there in terms of like the weapons? Um, are there like can you can you kind of cater to some of the different play styles that you know maybe I wanted like a stealth build or um, more range attacks or I really want I really like doing AOE or just you know sure. juggling what it, how much variety is there in the in the gameplay style? Um, there's definitely a, a decent amount of variety. Um, the bad thing is that you can't do like a, a stealth run through. Like your progression and getting from room to room is all dependent on you killing the enemies. Um, and so there's not really a whole stealth like option to it. But there is, I believe, I want to say like six or eight different weapons that you can choose from. Um, so there's like a shield. There, you start with a sword, and then you can get like a shield and um a bow and arrow and a spear and then like some some claw gloves and a gun so there's a, a few different types of weapons that you can choose from excellent um so looking at the price here uh hades is currently listed on steam for 24.99 usd uh, Steam database says the rec uh, lowest recorded price was at $19.99. That was December 10th, 2019. So I'm assuming that was an early access or pre-order deal. Um, the in terms of like some of the other qualities of the game, because um, it, it looking at it, the animations are very high quality. The gameplay looks very smooth and uh, pretty satisfying. Uh, especially the bits I've I've watched. How do you feel about like the voice acting and some of the other um, like sound design and some of the other stuff uh, in the game? Sure. Um, I was a little uh, when I first saw the trailer, I was a little tentative about the the voice acting because it kind of sounded like everyone was just kind of like flat and whatever, and just not very. I don't want to say monotonous, but they didn't have a whole lot of inflection. But um, I think that might have just been kind of like a uh, just the announcement video, uh, maybe like some early takes or whatever, because I'm the more I play it, the more I really like the voice acting and the more I get to learn the characters, the more that like the subtle nuances in their voice really stand out. Um, and one thing that I really like that they do is that um, they've added not so that like it totally alters the voice, but they've added different effects to their voices. So, um, for example, the character Nyx has an echo on her voice but the more pronounced part is like like you hear kind of a, a more quieter part like of the word that she's going to say before like you actually can understand what she's saying so it adds like a really cool 
echo type thing, but also like a more of a trailing echo, if that makes sense. But it sounds really cool and I'm really enjoying it. How far into the game right now are you? Uh, um, so I have probably about 10 hours or so on it and I've only gotten to um, face Hades once. So it's, I don't, it could just be that I'm bad. It could just be that it's like a decently hard game, but there's no like, oh, you know, I'm this far because it's not really a checkpoint system. It's just kind of like you play until you go and I've only made it to this point once. So. Yeah. Uh, so you haven't beat the game yet? Then? No, not yet. I'm working on it. I'm streaming it. Not right. Not literally right now, but that's the game that I'm playing right now. So. Mm-hmm. And do you feel like as you play it and as you get more runs under your belt that you do like feel like you're getting better and understanding the game better? Is it pretty satisfying oh, yeah. in that way? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it before, but there were times where it was like I couldn't even make it to the first boss. And now it's like, um, oh, you know, I can beat the first boss like without die or without losing one of my lives like five times out of seven. So it's just. It definitely feel like as you go, you get better and you get you kind of learn about the different enemies and like how to best um, defeat them and how to best like dodge their abilities and stuff like that. So. Gotcha. Looking at it, I think this is going to be a good one for uh, speedrunners. Oh, yeah, I could see Absolutely. I could I could especially see people who are like big fans of like Binding of Isaac and some of those other roguelites. Mm-hmm. Um that would really like get into this as a speedrunning game. Uh, I think I've had all my questions answered. Green thoughts, opinions, feelings. Not really. I mean, it's a roguelike. I'm not huge, like huge into roguelikes. So it's like, I I don't really have an opinion. Uh, Would you say it's worth the price tag of the $25? I think so. Um, Especially because it does have that replay value of, Every run is different. Yeah, the story might be the same, but like even if you start a new save profile, your runs are still going to be different. You're not going to run into the same thing. Um, and even the bosses, um, like they change a little bit depending on uh, which run you go through. And there might be some times when, you know, a boss has this attack and then there will be another times where they don't use that at all. And instead of having like a fire attack, they have a lightning attack. They'll spawn more enemies or something like that. So it never gets boring. It's, um, but it's also it it's, it's not similar enough that it gets boring. But it's similar enough that you're not like, well, what's this new mechanic that I've run into for the first time in this playthrough? So, yeah, I was actually just gonna ask: uh, Is there a pretty robust um, like new game plus? Like once you beat the game for the first time, do you know if it like unlocks further stuff, or do you not know that I yet? Don't- I don't know because I haven't beaten it yet, Um, but it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if that was the case. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I think that's sounds like a really fun game. If you're into roguelites, I personally I I, I'm kind of like with green. I first off, a lot of ARPGs just aren't my thing. Um, And then, yeah, roguelites just really don't do it for me either. Um, But this if it, it it seems like this is a high quality one in that genre. Like this will be like the roguelite for the year is kind of what it seems like. Very much so. Yeah. 
Gotcha. Um, anything else on Hades? Not from me. All right. We'll, uh, we'll move on to a bit of news here, which is Crucible has been canceled. Um, so Amazon's first toe dip into the shooter market, Crucible, is officially being canceled, and gamers who bought it will be offered full refunds for the game. Pretty cool on Amazon's part. Um, the game was released into beta back in May or June. Is that, yeah, that's when we talked about it. I think it was June, the first week of June. Um, and it immediately flopped from both publications and users. Uh, even Green and I gave our thoughts on it back when the beta was released and we were not kind to it. It was not. It was released in a pretty sorry state. It was not optimized well and it was kind of meh from what I remember. Green, do you want to recall your thoughts on Crucible? Yeah, I, I didn't really care for it. I mean, the the game's format in and of itself being like a MOBA-like game uh, I wasn't very, a, a huge fan of. Um, there was a huge learning curve for it, too, like when we first started. And then, um, you know, for a gaming system that I had in a game like that, I should have been pushing higher-end frames, and it... I was lagging most times, so it wasn't it wasn't a fun experience. Yeah, so they after that after they released it, um, they pulled it back and were doing some playtest sessions trying to bring the game uh, to a good state. Um, but in a post on its official website, a statement was released saying, quote, we very much appreciate the way that our fans have rallied around our efforts and we've loved seeing your responses to changes we've made over the last few months. But ultimately, we didn't see a healthy, sustainable future ahead for Crucible. Um, there will be a final play session coming in a couple weeks, the devs said. And any in-game purchases can be refunded through the Amazon Games website, which I think is cool because they don't actually have to do that. Um, there's nothing legally saying that, you know, that they would have to do that. But it's nice that they're doing it. Um, yeah, so that's that's Crucible. <laughs> I can't say I'm surprised. I do want to say thank you to uh, Biggs and Chocolade, who uh, both sent me the story, um, letting me know that it happened. Uh, that was over the weekend. I Biggs had uh, posted it in my Discord, and Chocolade had sent it to me via uh, Twitter. So thank you, guys. And if there's any stories like that that you guys want us to talk about, feel free, feel more than welcome to actually send it to us. We'll we'll see if it uh, matches our show um, format for the week too. Um. There was uh, one thing I'm just going to mention here is the uh, Steam Autumn Festival is running right now. So if you guys are uh, really sad about Crucible uh, being canceled and want to find something to fill that hole in your heart, um, go on ahead and check out the Steam Festival. There's a lot of demos. I actually picked up a demo called Gloomwood from New Blood Interactive, um, who were the folks who did Unfortunate Spacemen. So I'm excited to check that out. Um Okay, anything on Crucible? And Macrela, did you get any hands on Crucible at all? No, I think I had seen an ad for it, which and it looked really cool. Like the artwork looked great, but it kind of sucks to see that it didn't, you know, hold up to what it looked like. Yeah, like the concept, the character concepts and stuff were were interesting, if a little generic. Um, 
you know, you had your little sassy rodent creature, your um, elegant sniper lady, um, you know, big tough. It was a squid. <laughs> um, and then uh, there was also, um, you know, your big rough guy with a giant gun, you know. The, with the concept art, I mean, the, the designs themselves looked interesting. I just yeah. think the roles and the tropes were a little tired out. Um, oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think that's the reason I ended up not playing it was because I was like, oh, great. It's another, like, Apex, Fortnite, uh, whatever that new Riot game is that came out not that long ago. It's just looked like another copy of but, that, pretty much. Yeah, I think I saw a lot of people compare it to Paragon. Which uh, was canceled in 2015, I think. Um, back when MOBAs were really dominating everything. Um, right before Battle Royales became like the norm. Um, so a lot of people were comparing it to Paragon. What Paragon was before Paragon got canceled. Which probably didn't bode well for Crucible anyways. Um, I imagine like anyone who knew about Paragon and heard, oh, Crucible looks like it's going to be a new Paragon, probably didn't have much faith in it. Probably didn't even check it out because of that. Um, be just because Paragon, not saying Paragon was bad, just saying that it failed. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm trying to decide. Do we want to do a break real quick, do an early break or go into our next news story? It's up to y'all. I'm fine either way. Say it's up to you. Let's go into our next news story just because I felt like I feel like we could probably get uh, into this and then take a break. So uh, Microsoft has made big, big waves. Um, Microsoft is trying to lead the way and set a new standard in the software market and has released 10 principles to, quote, promote choice, fairness and innovation. Uh, they uh, posted this in a blog, which is on blogs.microsoft.com. It's written by their um, VP and Deputy General Counsel. Uh, I'm going to apologize. I believe this is Rima Ali. Uh, Ali Lee? A-L-A-I-L-Y. I apologize for butchering uh, Rima's name. Um, so in the blog, she states, quote, For software developers, app stores have become a most critical gateway I'm sorry, app stores have become a critical gateway to some of the world's most popular digital platforms. We and others have raised and at times raised questions and at times expressed concerns about app stores on other digital platforms. However, we recognize that we should practice what we preach. So today we are adopting 10 principles building on ideas and work of the Coalition for App Fairness to promote choice, ensure fairness and promote innovation. Um, so already with like this opening statement, we can kind of see, um, who they're targeting, uh, shots fired. shots fired, uh, some of the, um, some of their peers in the space who they, who they might be targeting with this statement. Um, so I figured we'd kind of go through just these 10 principles and we'll, we'll kind of give some of our thoughts and opinions on them afterwards. Uh, and there is a final statement I'll put out uh, that they have in there that I also want to talk about. So uh, here they are. 
principle number one, developers will have the freedom to choose whether to distribute their apps for Windows through our app store. We will not block competing app stores on Windows. So think about uh, Steam, Epic, uh, EA Origin, all the other uh, uh, apps, essentially app stores that are on um, PC right now. They're not going to do anything um, to damage those or, or um, prevent those from operating on Windows anymore or at all. Not that they've done it in the first place. Uh, number two, we will not block an app from Windows based on a developer's business model or how it delivers content and services, including whether content is installed a, on a device or streamed from the cloud. Number three, we will not block an app from Windows based on a developer's choice of which payment system to use for processing purchases made in its app. So unlike Apple, where you have to use the Apple payment system, uh, Windows does not care. Number four, we will give developers timely access to information in how to interoperate. Okay, interoperability about the interoperability interfaces we use on Windows, as set forth in our interoperability interoperability principles. Wow, that is a hard word. <laughs> Rubber baby bubbly bumper. <laughs> yeah. Ten times fast. I should have done my red leather, yellow leather before the show. <laughs> um, every developer will have access to our app store. This is number five. Uh, every developer will have access to our app store as long as it meets objective standards and requirements, including those for security, privacy, quality, content, and digital safety. Number six, our app store will charge reasonable fees that will that reflect on the competition we face from other app stores on Windows. It will not force a developer to sell within its app anything it does not want to sell. Pew, pew. Shots fired. Pew. <laughs> um, number seven, our app store will not prevent developers from communicating directly with their users through their apps for legitimate business purposes. Number eight, our app store will hold our own apps to the same standards to which it holds competing apps. Number nine, Microsoft will not use any non-public information or data from its app store about a developer's app to compete with it. This was actually, that one was very interesting because there's a lot of things that, um, there's a lot of apps that claim Apple has done just that, and that was actually brought up in the antitrust hearings. Um, number 10 and uh, the final one here, our app store will be transparent about its rules and policies and opportunities for promotion and marketing, apply these consistently and objectively provide notice of changes and make available a fair process to resolve disputes. So that's the 10 principles. Um, just we'll uh, start with Macrela thoughts, opinions. I think that it's good that like Windows is not going to be like, ooh, you know, by the way, sorry, Steam, sorry, Epic, but uh, bye. Like, I do appreciate that they're not just cutting off all direct competition. But I mean, I, uh, I know there are shots fired, but I'm also not 100% caught up in the latest App Store dramas going on, so. Yeah, um, Green. How about you? Thoughts? I honestly feel like this is a, a pandering move, which I mean I'm completely okay with because the the it was fucking juicy. 
like uh who doesn't want to shoot their shot at apple so or epic either, either so yeah yeah um so i i had a couple just thoughts right off the top of it which first off a lot of these principles they were kind of already doing like they didn't care necessarily there were other app stores on the platform they didn't care epic and steam or in ea and you know all these other um app marketplaces were were building launchers for the um windows you know for the windows platform like they just didn't care at all um they started to and they didn't care for really almost 15 years it seemed like they didn't really they didn't compete much with steam uh you know one-to-one in terms of the gaming at least in the gaming space um and then a lot of this other stuff i'm kind of curious to see uh where um where it's where it's really gonna go because a lot of these things are just kind of no-brainers for microsoft they were already doing these things I think stating them out is not to borrow a word from uh, political Twitter, but it's kind of virtue signaling. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I mean by pandering. Like, yeah, there, I, it, it's stuff they've already been doing, but it's like, yeah. it's like that snooty cousin that like passive aggressively like talks shit at the mm. family barbecue. Like, yeah. Oh, I've been doing this this whole time. I already own a house and I already have a trophy husband. Mm. Um, Look at him over there grilling fat barbecue and doing nothing. I feel like you're you are. Uh, yeah, maybe <laughs> um, so projecting. Oh, I, no, no. I thought you were about to like mention something about my barbecue. I'm one step away from being a barbecue pit master, by the way. Side <laughs> side thing. I'm getting there. Um, and then one other thing I kind of wanted to point out was um, the coalition for the coalitions for app fairness. Uh, that is like Epic's little group that they formed to try to help the help support themselves in this lawsuit against Apple. So there is obviously a bent here. Um, And I think that's, that's pretty obvious kind of on the face of it. Uh, There was something kind of at the end here that I wanted to talk about, which I find very interesting. Uh, So Rima notes that the principles will not apply to Xbox consoles saying, quote, game consoles are specialized devices optimized for a particular use. Though well-loved by their fans, they are vastly outnumbered in the marketplace by PCs and phones. And the business model for game consoles is very different to the ecosystem around PCs or phones. Console makers such as Microsoft invest significantly in developing dedicated console hardware but sell them below cost or at very low margins to create a market that game developers and publishers can benefit from. Given these fundamental differences in the significance of the platform and the business model, we have more work to do to establish and set establish the right set of principles for game consoles. That statement I find very, very, very interesting because the situation between Epic and Apple is around the iOS app store, the phone store. It's not around really the Macs 
or you know whatever the other things are that apple might have you know fortnite on if i don't know if it's on the apple tv or something but it's it's on the mobile devices which are very specifically designed pieces of hardware that apple spends a lot of time developing for and in invest significant amount of resources into <laughs> and then also try to um you know the business model for that is basically the app store itself and i know green we can do all these quotes here um but i'm just saying the i'm just saying that the parallels between the iphone and the xbox in terms of development and how the two companies actually make their money off of them is pretty striking and so it's weird to me that Microsoft is like, we're going to make an exception for our consoles, but we're very clearly taking shots at Apple for doing these things that we say are bad. Even though the, 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 the development and marketing and production in the business model of the phones to the consoles are incredibly similar. I, I just find that very strange and very weird um, and a little backhanded um, at the same time. Do you guys have any thoughts on on that? I'll let you go, Green. I'm telling you, it's like that that you know snooty ass cousin. It's like oh, this is what I'm doing, even though I'm doing the exact same thing with my Xbox versus you know an iPhone. So I think it's just juicy. I think it's I think it's unnecessary stupid shit, but like it, it's definitely solid. Solid pandering and solid, like, uh, you know, virtue signaling that they're posting this out. Like, I get it. Yeah. But it's funny for me. It's not really like a, oh, my God, this is what's happening. It's just so fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) McRayla, thoughts? It's really hypocritical that they're like, yeah, you know, PCs, you know, have fun, whatever. Cool. But then, like. You know, consoles, they're just like, nope, it's not the same for you guys. Sorry. But then again, at the same time, I really hate Apple. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, stick it to them. But yeah, that's how I am, too. I just fucking hate Apple. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. There's also something kind of funny to me here when it comes to um, when it comes to PCs, because really all Microsoft really does when it comes to PCs. I mean, they have some hardware, but that's not the bulk of their sales. When it comes to PCs, it's the operating system, right? It's right. They don't really produce that many motherboards. They don't produce that many um, processors. You know, processors are being made by Intel and AMD and eventually NVIDIA because they bought uh, ARM. Um, The graphics cards, again, they're being made by Intel or not Intel, uh, NVIDIA and AMD. Maybe Intel in the future. I've heard rumors. and you know it, it the ram you know they don't make the ram they don't make the they don't make the ssds they don't make the cases they don't make the you know they only sell the software so to be i don't know i just thought that was kind of weird because it's like you don't really outside of like the software you don't really have much control over the pc itself wasn't there a ploy back in like early like I want to say like 2008, they were slapping like Microsoft certified on like hard drives and stuff. I think so. Like, for like no reason, like because it, 
it's implied that like bam microsoft certified yeah i think so and i mean just you know they do have some hardware you know they do have like the microsoft like surface pro right that's a thing um yeah but they don't make it they just put their brand on it oh they're not the manufacturers of the surface i I do not believe they they actually manufacture it i think they have a it's like a co-company that make actually makes it hmm. but and yeah and then all the parts are it's like the chromebook yeah um but then yeah like all the other like you know if we're not talking about like actually building the pcs ourselves you know then you have your dells and your toshibas and your hps you know so yeah i also thought that was thought that was kind of weird i'm like you the the there's an apples to oranges comparison a little bit here you know we already talked about how the xbox consoles are incredibly similar to uh, apple's iphone's business model but to be you know to have all these principles when you don't even have the investment built into the hardware at such a scale that apple does right like i and i don't want to come out being like this is like i'm an apple supporter in this because i'm really not i'm just noticing that there's some pretty not great comparisons that microsoft is trying to get you to take and it i don't particularly care I, it's almost a little dishonest to me just just like on its surface and on its surface pro <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm sorry uh, uh, Wait, uh, hold on. <laughs> i got something for that i swear if it's a boob button i'm gonna be so happy no, 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 no. <laughs> uh um all right so that's microsoft's 10 principles that they released you guys have any other thoughts on that that we want to get into no okay we want to take a two minute break absolutely all right guys we will be right back stay right there Hey guys, and thanks for listening to the show. It's October, and just like every year, I'm running another writing contest. If you want a chance to win a $25 Steam gift card, all you have to do is write a scary story and submit it to be read by me and Rev on October 24th. Your submission must be in before the stream starts on the 24th and must be no longer than seven pages long. The winner will be selected by the live stream audience. For more rules and details, see the link in the episode description or the contest panel on my Twitch channel. All right, and we are back from break. Thank you guys for letting us take that break. Um, we ready just to get like right into the next uh, next topic? Let's just get right into it. Let's just jump right into it. <laughs> Hit that like button, or I'm gonna punch you right in the throat. Oh. Um. So, kind of segueing from uh the microsoft's 10 principles that they put out uh let's talk about the update around epic v apple's lawsuit so about two weeks ago we talked about the injunction hearing in the legal dispute between apple and epic which uh if you guys need a refresher is over whether or not epic can sell product without apple taking a 30 percent cut uh the injunction hearing was made in an attempt for uh, was made an attempt by Epic to prevent Apple from removing Fortnite from the App Store until the case was resolved. 
It also included whether or not Apple could totally disable Epic's developer account, um, which it uses to keep Unreal Engine running and operating on iOS and Apple devices. So in regards to Fortnite, the judge presiding over the case, Yvonne Gonzalez Rogers, denied the injunction, saying the request was, quote, extraordinary relief, which isn't awarded as of right. Also stating that, in uh, quote, in short, Epic's, Epic Games cannot simply exclaim monopoly to rewrite agreements, giving itself unilateral benefit. It's a... Uh, its other identified bases, damage to its reputation in Fortnite uh, gaming community cannot constitute irreparable harm where such harm flows from Epic Games' own actions and its strategic decision to breach its agreements with Apple. Uh, so, once again, Gonzalez, <laughs> Gonzalez Rogers is on point and she is taking no prisoners. She's being a boss bitch. <laughs> which we kind of we kind of predicted um when we talked about it i i personally did not feel epic was going to get any sort of relief in terms of Fortnite. um green what do you just on that right there what do you feel um i mean she's you know technically right i mean they did breach a contract like i get it like this whole story, this whole time has been like nothing but laughs for me. Um, I'm am kind of concerned like how it will end because I could, you know, change antitrust laws for, you know, good or bad. So, but she, yeah, I'm I'm actually kind of glad that she's on this case because like she's not uh, she's not taking no shit. She she ain't fucking around. Yeah, uh, McRayla. What are your thoughts on the Epic and Apple lawsuit just in general? And then kind of give your thoughts on, on some of this. Sure. Sure. Um, I think I feel for Epic. I really do. But like at the same time, they went to the app store and got like, put their app there knowing what the deal was. So it's just kind of like, they're like, yeah, sure. We'll, uh, we'll follow your rules. Oh wait, except JK. We don't like this anymore. Um, so, like, I feel bad, but at the same time, it was kind of like a you knew what you were getting into when you started pursuing this. So, like, I don't feel that bad if you lose. But yeah, I, that's just me. And I think the the announcement and the baiting of uh, Apple by by Epic definitely had a lot to do with the antitrust hearing. I think Tim Sweeney and a lot of the other people over at Epic. A lot of the sh uh, shareholders and board members probably saw um, Tim Cook's uh, testimony at Congress and thought, look, we we definitely don't agree with this. It doesn't seem like we're going to get anywhere with Congress. Um, so let's just see if we can't bait them into something and see if we can't win um, and try to change the law that way. They wanted to, I think, epic strategy is for sure to try to um get this some get this set of some sort of precedent um it is this is especially evident with how many other apps and organizations including microsoft um they have gotten to to join them in this um of course i i we forgot to mention this during the microsoft uh discussion but microsoft has a horse in this race here because they have the xcloud gaming 
uh, service that they want to get on the app store. And if they can't get that on the app store, you know, they're kind of, you know, they're kind of at a disadvantage to services that other services that could for that. Um, of course there is an option for anyone who wants or for Microsoft to get on, uh, iOS, which is just to be available through mobile browsers, which is what Amazon Luna is doing, but that's kind of beside the point. Um, the injunction hearing also did have, uh, some to do with unreal engine and the developer accounts, which, uh, prior to this hearing had a temporary restraining order placed on it. Um, Apple, uh, could not, uh, do anything that were related to the developer accounts. Um, this is actually, this is, a, was a very serious concern on the part of a lot of developers, uh, who license unreal engine as a part of their games, uh, because if they couldn't maintain their games on uh, iOS, they stood to lose a lot of money. So these are a lot of your smaller teams who all of a sudden had their entire ability to to produce for Apple or for iOS games or produce games on iOS compromised by the actions of Epic. Um, so... It was, uh, this was a big deal. They had uh, placed a temporary restraining order on it and it has actually been extended um, out until the end of litigation. Uh, Gonzalez uh, Rogers said that the plans were, quote, retaliatory in that it, uh, taking adverse action against its subsidiaries, which uh, it's being uh, Epic, um, which includes Epic affiliates in affiliates i.e. devs who use unreal engine would be irreparable uh, would do irreparable harm um apple also tried to say that epic would try to put some secret code into unreal <laughs> which rogers or gonzalez rogers was not convinced of which i just find hilarious hilarious because apple's like well we could do this with anybody else like we why can you how do we know they're not going to put secret code on the app store which i'm just like um okay like that just seemed it was like a flimsy excuse like it's just like throwing a fucking noodle at a uh, at the wall and seeing what sticks you know i, I just that makes me oh. fucking laugh you're up to something i can tell <laughs> <laughs> We got to watch them. Yeah. What I'm just trying to figure out, I'm like, what would Epic put into the, because the code for Unreal Engine is mostly, at this point, it's mostly for other game development companies who they license that out to. I'm like, so what? They're going to put some, they're going to put some sort of Trojan horse in every single Epic or Unreal Engine game that hits the iOS app store? Like, how, like where this is completely unfounded. I don't know. I just thought that was. Yeah. McRayla, what do you think? I just, you're right. It sounds like they're like, yeah, you know, you, if we say this thing, they'll take it seriously when it's like, and maybe, you know, it is true, but it's obviously not. They're just being fucking stupid. Like. I don't know. 
it's it's interesting to see the hoops that some people will go through to get their way and the accusations that people will throw around to get their way so yeah um yeah like so i'm kind of looking at this right now and i'm trying to think out to out to when this will get tried this won't get tried until 2021 uh there was another update that i forgot to mention which this is going to be tried in front of the judge um not in front of a jury which i think is good um i still think in terms of any actual laws um you know that it should be it should be gone through um gone through congress uh i'd rather not see this totally set precedent for any uh antitrust um laws going forward but we'll we'll see um anything else on on this no sir just waiting for the next episode <laughs> of days of days of our lives apple v epic <laughs> um epic v Apple. next time on epic v apple will he will, use a spirit bomb <laughs> will tim cook stab him in the back <laughs> i'll see you tomorrow <laughs> find out next time on dragon ball z um all right let's go to uh green yeah get in your fucking tech corner let's go okay it's the tech corner with green uh so last week on thursday october 8th uh amd had their nice little press conferences uh i do have to say one thing about the conference it was short it was to the point i liked it they didn't pussyfoot around like xbox or ps you know the playstation two hour long extravaganza that showed off all these games and shit. They went straight to the point. Yeah. I want want Lisa Sue to be my mama. Doctor. Doctor. Sorry. She can dish out any like CPUs to me. If she wants to, you know, slide them out my way. Like, thank you. Uh, But um, they released the new Zen three, 5,000 series processors. They're going to be dropping November 5th uh, in stores. Um, and then on the 28th, they're going to announce the GPUs. So um, they are in the same line. Like they're, you know, they're not really varying off of like, um, you know, different designations other than they're going to be, you know, instead of like a 3600, it's going to be a 5600. Um, there is a massive redesign of the chipset um, and how how it's configured. Um, but they are announcing that it's going to be a definite boost in performance so um just the way that they're reworking the tdp and, and stuff like that and cork out is all the same it's just uh they're what they're claiming so far is a 26 percent improvement for for um going from the 3000 series to 5000 so that's the biggest thing um for people in the budget area I would definitely say keep an eye out for the uh, 5600X because they're going to be putting that at uh, $300 dropping off MSRP on November 5th. Um, honestly, that's the CPU I'm going to be looking into get, picking up. Um, if I, you know, end up, well, I am upgrading. I just haven't decided if I want to go this. I might as well because 
I mean, it's not that long of a wait. So, um, but yeah, not a whole lot like really to report like on what's changed. I mean, it's extremely. I don't know the word. Um, very intricate, like mm-hmm. just the way that they've they've moved the threading in in the processing path. So, um, but they did release the roadmap for next generation six thousand series. Um, they're hoping to have uh, a, a process called five nanometer, um, which is like the shortened distance between uh, with the threading. So. That's something to, to keep an eye out for next year as well, because that more than likely is going to be on a brand new socket too. So uh AMD's kind of killing it this year. Like without getting into like the dirt like down deep. Um the the amount of boost or performance increase that they're um reporting um it is a massive in terms of CPU uh difference. So it might be something to look at, especially if like you're running on an older PC. Um, e- even if you have like a AM4 chipset, um, it, you can still upgrade to these because these are all still going to be on the that AM4 socket. Um, yeah, I was just going to ask about that because as yeah. someone who's like building a PC right now, which I have a case, my new uh, case right here. Um, mm-hmm. You know, is this something where you know maybe we want to? If if you are already on the AMD Ryzen, uh, what is it, three series, um, you know, is this something that can get you can upgrade to without having to get a new motherboard? Um, is this something that you think is going to stick around for a little bit? I was kind of curious about that. You kind of mentioned already that the six, the the Ryzen, what is it, six gen, looks like it's going to have a different chipset. Uh, but right now that it has the same chipset as yeah, the Gen five has the same as the chip. Okay. Yeah, they're still on the AM4 socket. The biggest thing, um, it, it just depends on what motherboard you currently have. Um, you can still use like an X470 or X450 uh, um, with the Gen 3 uh, PCIe slots. The The biggest thing with them is you're not going to get the full, um, you're not going to get the full advantage of Gen 4 PCIe slots. So like, let's say you, um, you get the new 3080 or 3070, um, which is on Gen 4. Um, or if you buy a, a new um, uh, NVMe M.2 that's a Gen 4, you're not going to get the full performance out of it. Um, so if you're, if you're on one of those boards and you want to go to this new CPU, um, you more you, you would. It's not necessarily you'd have to upgrade. Um, you would. If you want to get the full features out of the CP, out of like the, the the whole setup as as a one cohesive unit, you'll want to upgrade to the uh, Gen Four. Um, which I, from what I've been hearing um, from a few friends of mine, and, and they're discussing it, uh, it sounds like the uh, motherboard companies are actually going to rework their like X four seventies and stuff like that to. What what's coming out is going to be Gen Four as well. So it it, it really just depends. Like if you're a mild um, build person, like you've already have a you know Gen Three setup, like a, a three thousand series or two thousand series uh, AMD CPU, 
I mean, you don't necessarily need to upgrade unless you want to go for like more performance, which in my case, I'm always, I want, what can I do to make you get more out of it? How can I top my last uh, benchmark and, and stuff like that? So, yeah. Okay. Um, and then, so you said we're not looking to get GPU information until the 28th of this month. 28th is when they're going to be doing that. That's for the, um, they're going to call it, they're calling it. Well, they've been rumored on the internet as big Navi. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, Oh, Navi. So yeah. it just sounds cool. They're talking about that on the 28th. So the new, um, I think last iteration was the 5,700 XTs, um, just new Radeon graphic card. So gotcha. Whatever the, it's essentially whatever the um, custom RDNA cards are for the Xbox and PlayStation. It just a you know PC um, full production like mm, version of that to compete with the new 3000 series of uh, Nvidia. Gotcha. Um. Anything else in terms of like AMD news or any other like tech news that we wanted to mention? Uh, like any. Well, I could mention the the thirty eighty and the thirty ninety are super hard to fucking get a hold of right now. Oh yeah, and then um, Nvidia is actually moving all of their stock to Best Buy, so they could Ooh. rework their logistics on their website. Oh yeah, there was a whole. <laughs> whole issue with the um scalpers purchasing a, a bunch of stock of the new cpus or the new gpus because um they were reselling them on ebay um which is is gonna ha- it happened with the playstation and xbox as well so if you're one of the lucky people that got the pre-order for xbox and playstation congratulations yeah, I think we talked about this. There were a bunch of people who or the, like the Xbox One X yeah. sales went up and people were thinking that it was like bots accidentally bought them. Well, yeah, it was it was probably some like grandmas or moms that have no idea what they're doing or yeah. dads. Did we know, not did, gender specific? Anyone can make that mistake. So. Yeah. Did we talk about um, some of the stuff that was happening with those scalpers in terms of like their eBay yeah, like um, there was a 3080 card that was going for sale for like 90 grand. Did like, you hear? People were just fake bidding it up. Oh yeah. yeah, no one was actually is actually going to pay 90 grand for it. Yeah, they're just they're like sticking it to the fucking scalper. So and just bidding the fuck up. Yeah, this was the uh, Reddit post that I had seen was basically, um, right they so they had seen that a bunch of that a bunch of these scalpers had bought using bots, um, the the new graphics cards before anyone else could. So he wrote a bot that would automatically find the eBay posts and start bidding on it with no intention of purchase. And it would just constantly bring it up. So this one dude with his eBay bots just got the price up to like $90,000, like 90 grand. It was glorious. It's so fucking hilarious. Imagine like the guy who like has that bot and set that up on eBay and, uh, you know, probably, you know, I always think that they're just like small brained individuals anyways, because they're, you know, assholes for, you know, uh, inflating the price of a, a product. And they're probably just sitting there like, oh, my God, 
I'm about to make 20 grand. Oh my God. I'm about to make 30 grand. Oh my God. You know? And then I, I just hope that they have that disappointment. That they're never going to get paid. And like, they like fully think they're going to get paid and then get that disappointment after like a month of waiting for it. I just, I want that satisfaction of thinking that they, that's how they handled it. Right. You know, like I want them to think that they're actually getting that money and then just fail epically. Right. I hate, I hate, hate scalpers. Yeah. The skeezy motherfuckers that sit outside of like sporting events just, or, or the motherfuckers that go to, uh, all the home goods stores and buy all the generators after a, one once in 30 year derate show storm and buy all the generators while everyone else is out of power and sells them for twice or or three times the price. Fuck those people. Or, uh, some assholes who go and like buy all the uh, hand sanitizer in like a hundred mile radius and then sell it for a markup on Amazon. A fucking mint markup. Or, you know, the people who buy all the fucking Nintendo switches when I'm bored and unemployed and want a Nintendo switch, but can't, find one for under 500 people are a plague <laughs> uh i vote giant meteor 2020 yep flying yep. spaghetti monster yes that's my political affiliation <laughs> which i guess I this is Mothra. this is actually a good uh time for us to mention I, I know we say it every few weeks. Register to vote. We don't care who you vote for. Register to fucking vote and then go to the polls. I don't care who you vote for because I hate everyone the same. <laughs> um, I think all of us wear our political affiliations kind of on our sleeve, especially on this show. But uh, yes, register to vote and go fucking vote. Um, in some states, I know like Virginia today was the last day for you to register. So check and see when you can register and make sure you register. It takes you 10 minutes. Not even, not even 10 minutes. It took me like two minutes to fill out the form to request a, a, uh, absentee ballot. And it's ironic because I requested the absentee ballot from my County auditor. And then I voted against that county auditor. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we're done with uh, Green's Tech Corner here. Yeah. Um, are you? Uh, unless there is anything else. <laughs> no, that's it. That's all I got. Okay. Are you guys ready to to do this? Yeah. We've been hyping up this big announcement for oh yeah for like a week now, a couple days. Oh yeah, in two days. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've I'm been very hyped for this. Yeah, do we do we want to keep dragging it out? Really make them wait for yeah, this yeah, announcement? It's it's, like, it's like, fucking it's, huge. It's so moist. It's just like it's huge, bro. It's it's it it will blow minds. Like, It'll. Yeah, it's, it's. I can't believe we are making them wait this long for this oh announcement. Oh my god, it's horrible. Like, they just the like here. <laughs> they're just like half. Just half chud right now. <laughs> just ready to <laughs> rock and roll. <laughs> All right. You know. let's, go ahead and do it. let's get let's get let's get it over with. All right. So we'd like I would like to introduce you guys to White Lotus Gaming. It is our new uh, stream team, esports team that we have developed. Actually, all three people that you see on screen here are involved. We are um uh, forming this group as a small coalition with uh, Tommy Biggs, or I'm sorry, hi, I'm Biggs, and Quantum Alt. 
Uh, those are our five start. These are our five starting members. Um, just so there's no confusion, no Rev is not affiliated with this. This is a project um, that he is more than welcome to join, but he's just not affiliated with it right now. Um, so yeah, we are doing esports. We are doing um, we are doing different uh, content uh, together and. Uh, different collaborations and hopefully more podcasts and stuff like that. Uh, Mr. Green, I yeah. think I'll let you kind of take it from here. Yeah. So uh, on the 21st and the 23rd, we are also going to be competing in a, a qualifier for Call of Duty um, Warzone. Uh, it's a duo team. Uh, Hi, I'm Biggs, and I will be competing in that under the official banner of White Lotus Gaming. So um, if anyone asks like the name, Leaves from the vine. Cry, Danny. Cry. Don't you make me cry on stream, damn it. Um, uh, so super excited. Yeah, we've been we've been working on this for a little while. Um, working on like we do have a logo and stuff like that. I do have to make some accounts and um, big kudos to Danny too for like pushing out that design. Like, uh, it looks so we, good, dude. We kept like giving him shit, like yeah. just like this is what this, yeah, I like this. Like, oh, change this. Yeah. Make it lighter. No, <laughs> make it, make it darker. A <laughs> <laughs> little to the left, a little to the right. Um, no, yeah. No, no, back. I Cut think, the tip. I think we went through like 30 revisions. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. It was, it was um, because this wasn't like White Lotus wasn't even the, the original name that we had gone with this idea. Um, we I had <laughs> we had like a Plague Doctor design, a rocket ship design. Um yeah, it's been it's been a uh I actually have someone here who wants to who wants to see it on the screen. Um I can pull it on the screen. Uh um Yes, here I will put it in the corner in the bottom corner um for you guys to see. Um so that's the uh that's the uh logo in the bottom right corner there um so yeah we're gonna have a lot of fun with this um we're gonna enter competitions under this banner um like green said he has some some competitions already lined up uh McRayla, um you're you're obviously one of the founding members here i kind of thought i'd get your get some of your thoughts on it <laughs> quick you there i'm so sorry what Oh, I just wanted to I just wanted to have you uh, give your thoughts on on this announcement. Oh, yeah. No, no, I'm ha sorry. My uh my phone was like ring ring someone's calling you. I'm like shit shit. Uh no, I'm super excited. I've been wanting to be part of a gaming group for a while. So like I'm super excited that I have people that I can do it with and I'm I mean literally I feel like I'm just repeating myself by saying I'm super excited, but that's literally all I can say because that's just how I'm feeling. Like very excited to be working with you guys a lot and it's just it's gonna be good i feel feeling good things feeling very good things very christmas in the air like yeah, yeah it's come a yeah. discord's coming too yeah mm -hmm. a discord uh individual twitter and a youtube channel for it hell yeah um yeah and uh the, the youtube channel like we're all gonna like still create on our own time and stuff like that and have our own pro platforms but the youtube channel is gonna be where like a lot of the collaborative stuff is gonna be um it's also gonna be where uh like stream highlights and compilations and stuff like that are gonna be as well 
Um, so that's in one like individualized place. So you guys can keep up with all of the members. Um, so again, uh, White Lotus Gaming is going to consist of me, Mr. Green Elite, McRayla, Hi, I'm Biggs, and Quantum Alt. Um, and we have a lot of plans for you guys, and we're really excited to to be able to announce this and uh, hopefully uh, grow ourselves along with it. Um, anything else uh, in terms of this announcement? No, sir. No. I good. All right. Well, let's uh I I'm looking at our clock here. I think right now is a good time to wrap up the show. Um so Macrela, go on ahead and tell all the kind folks out there who you are, what you do and where people can find you. Hello. My name is Micarela, also known as Michaela. Um I stream. I make video stuff i make icons i do all sorts of stuff you want me to dance i'll dance for you that's fine um but yeah you can find me at twitch.tv slash that's twitch.tv slash m-i-c-k-e-r-a-y-l-a you can also find me on twitter hit me up if you want some laughs if you want an icon or you know a brb video or whatever you want i'm there i'm 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 your girl so that went from a LinkedIn to a, a, a Patreon real quick. <laughs> like I can make I can make buttons for you. I can I can dance. I I can dance for you. Yes, you want me to dance? We just know she's gone. It, it like things are just not going well for her. If she went from LinkedIn to Patreon to OnlyFans. Sin <laughs> guys, the girl's desperate. Okay, she's got to do what she's got to do. I'll sell pictures of my feet. I just need some money. <laughs> Please pay me. Pay me. Nothing but feet. So I got a <laughs> I got a real quick question that I just thought of. Um if you sell feet pics, do pedicures count as tax deductions? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh Mr. Green Elite. What's coming up on your channel? Tax deductions, Danny. Yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to be playing a lot of Call of Duty this week uh, and next week uh, and probably the week after because I'm going to be uh, competing in that uh, qualifier on the 21st and 23rd, hopefully going into that Pro-Am tournament on the 27th under the White Lotus Gaming uh, banner. So that's pretty much all you're going to see from me. Um, I got to practice. I got to be I got to be as good as high end bigs. I gotta, I gotta make them proud. So, um, that's that's really all I'm gonna be doing. So you can catch me on uh, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Mr. Green Elite. Um, all my socials are Mr. Green Elite except for Instagram, which is TTV Mr. Green Elite because someone took it. Bastard. <laughs> Bastard. Um, yeah, yeah. I should message him and be like, hey, I need this name. I'll <laughs> give you five whole dollars. But yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's follow me on Twitter. Yeah, I like posting on Twitter, especially my other account, Uncle Iro Wisdom. He's so nice. <laughs> um, I'm trying. So before I get into my stuff, I just want to shout out Rev. Guys, go check out Rev uh, on Twitter, Instagram. His uh, TikTok has been blowing up lately. Rev Sven R E V S V E N. Go check him out. Um, eight million views on on one of his videos. I know it's huge. Yeah. That's he, crazy. 
he's absolutely killing it. So shout out to our co-host. I hope he's having a wonderful night with his bride. Um, coming up on my channel. First things first. Uh, this week we are. Uh, I'm gonna. Well, first off, it's October, so I gotta play Killing Floor two. Uh, whenever I play non Bioshock. Um, otherwise, yeah, I'm playing Bioshock most than uh, most nights this week and or uh, not Bioshock Killing Floor 2 and then Bioshock on Fridays. Uh, this Saturday, we have a very special event, which is a Halloween D&D special featuring Mr. Greenleaf McRayla. And we will be DM'd by my very, very good friend, Quantum Alt. It's going to be very spoopy, spooky, horrifying uh D, D campaign so i hope you guys can join us live um we're working at the time make sure you follow me um make sure you guys follow me and uh the rest of us on twitter for the time announcement for that uh the session will be uploaded to youtube later on um let's see oh uh the spookathon the third annual spookathon make sure you guys get yourselves entered to win um if you guys aren't familiar with the spookathon every year uh, on Halloween or around Halloween this year, it's not on Halloween. Um, I run a writing contest and I read your stories live on stream and the best story as voted on by the audience, gets a $25 steam gift card. So if you have a spooky story to tell, it just needs to be one to seven pages. Make sure you check out the link. Uh, there's actually a link down below in the, uh, Twitch panels. It'll also be in the description of this episode. You can also find it on Twitter and on Instagram in the bio. There's some information there for you if you want to get entered. That is on October 21st. RevSven will be joining me that night. And of course, uh, all of the um, all of the uh, readings and stuff like that I will actually upload to YouTube as well. Um, other than someone, that, what's that? Someone needs to try to dethrone the rating winner the reigning champ of the danny k spookathon which was you right yeah last year you won the year before was midnight veil midnight veil won uh the first spookathon um so yeah i'm I'm going all in i'm just i'm 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 working on it i got the outline out yeah it's gonna be the same format as last year it's gonna be a good one it's gonna be a good one. I, I I openly invite contenders and challengers to the throne, of yeah. Mr. Green. I think I think Elliot over at Tessa and Elliot argue and uh, adaptations arise that he might be writing a story too. So I bring might, it. I'd be afraid. I'd be very afraid. I'm a professional. <laughs> um, I can write good. I just can't talk good. <laughs> I gotta write my story this weekend. That's my uh. That's my that's my Sunday plans is to write my story. Um, other than that, guys, find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Danny K D A N I E C A E. Also subscribe on YouTube to Danny K Media. Thanks again for getting me to 100 subs, guys. You are beautiful, and I love being able to have a custom URL now. Um, other than that, guys, thank you for watching and listening to the show. It means a lot to us that you guys join us every week. I hope you guys got the value out of this show that we try to provide. Hopefully we informed, made you laugh, made you cry, mostly at how stupid we are. If you guys miss any uh, miss any part of the show, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. You can also find us on YouTube, so make sure you subscribe, like, hit that bell, all the good YouTuber things. And uh, if you guys ha- want to let us know in the YouTube comments, 
Uh, the question of the week again is what video game characters do you have the hots for? What video game character do you have the hots for? Go on ahead and leave that comment in the uh, YouTube uh, section there. And anything else, guys? Don't forget to tag me in your answers because I want to know. Loba is dummy thick. All right. Uh, we'll call that good then. Uh, guys, until next week, keep the good fight going, and we will talk to you next week. Bye.